Hey, 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 micro friends. I'm Dr. Justine Dees, and welcome to the Joyful Microbe Podcast. It's the show all about the microbes we encounter in our daily lives. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm very excited to share this show with you. Today, I'm going to talk about how bacteria in our mouths cause tooth decay. (laughs) It's kind of gross, but hey, it's worth talking about. And um, we'll also talk about how to prevent tooth decay. But I'm going to start out with a little story about how I hated going to the dentist as a kid. I was really dramatic about it. I mean, going to the dentist was basically the worst thing that could have ever happened to me. I was really just so afraid. So, so afraid to go to the dentist. I even said I would rather die than go to the dentist. I remember thinking that. I remember feeling that very deeply. I know. Very dramatic. But... My fear subsided when I was around 16 and I had a root canal. So this root canal came as a, uh, well, the uh, abscess tooth came as a big surprise to me. It was really strange. We, it happened a few times where my lips swelled up and we thought that I was allergic to something. We're like, maybe I'm allergic to strawberries or some weird thing that I was eating. Not weird. Strawberries aren't weird, but ice cream. I don't know. We were just like, what, what is causing this to happen? And, um, as it turns out, um, my abscessed tooth got worse and eventually became very clear that it was abscessed and that it was from the tooth went to the emergency room um it's kind of gross but they had to deal with the abscess it actually popped which is so disgusting sorry um i hope that you're not eating right now But, um, so I went to the emergency room and they said, well, you have an abscessed tooth. You'll have to set up a dentist appointment. So I went to the dentist and, um, then they were like, okay, well, you've got to get this fixed. And you know, I was terrified. Like, I really don't want to deal with this, but I had to go and actually get a root canal, which is the whole separate doctor you have to go to and set up the appointment and get, anyways, I hated it. It was awful, but, um, I made it through. And um, and so the crazy part was that it turned out that this abscess tooth was from an injury I had gotten when I was a kid. I don't even remember how old I was, but my dentist had in the records that I had gone over the handlebars of my bike and hit my face on the pavement. So they noted it in my record. I never had any issues from it until then, until I was 16. So kind of crazy. But it was after going through the root canal process, I realized the dentist really wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Um, I even ended up working at a dentist's office, which is so strange after having that intense fear as a child. 
Um, so, but actually it really helped a lot to work for a dentist and, um, having to just go through like learning what is like the worst thing that you could have happen to you and what could, you know, what could you have to go through at the dentist? And I realized, you know what, it's, it's just not that bad. And I enjoyed looking at the x-rays cause I was filing all the f- records and papers and x-rays that would come through. I especially loved the panoramic x-ray where you would see the whole entire mouth. That was always really cool. So anyways, that's my little story just to get us kicked off to talk about bacteria in our mouths. Because, I mean, really what happened is that root got infected with some, you know, bacteria. And then that's what caused the abscessed tooth. So, but let's talk about bacteria that cause things like dental caries or cavities or tooth decay. These bacteria are the main reason why we go to the dentist and clean our teeth. So I'm going to give you a little bit of information about the bacteria that live in our mouths, you know, the ones that we don't really have to worry about, the ones that we do, and how they cause cavities and how dental care actually helps prevent tooth decay. So the oral microbiota is a microbial ecosystem that's in our mouths. The mouth is an ecosystem full of bacteria, fungi, and viruses, and protozoa. And although this ecosystem contains many different microbes, I'm going to focus on bacteria in this podcast episode. Over 700 species have been identified in humans and have been cataloged in the human oral microbiome database. So we have some bacteria that guard our mouths and protect us from pathogens, and these residents are called commensal bacteria. So we don't typically have to worry about them. We actually want them there. So just keep in mind that there are bacteria on our bodies, in our bodies, that we don't want to get rid of and that we want to actually care for and make sure that we're not doing everything in our power to destroy them and rid our bodies of them. We want to keep them around because they're doing things for us that we don't even think about. And um, you can consider them as another organ of your body. So we want them there. But how do they provide protection? Okay, so they live on our teeth. How do they provide protection in our mouths? Is We're going to go back to the mouth now. They live on our teeth and um, occupy the niche. So that's like they're going to live in that space where pathogens would really like to live. And they're experts at inhabiting this niche and they keep invaders out. So this is a property that we call colonization resistance. And that is that they live there, they occupy that space, and they keep invaders out. Some pathogens live in our mouths too, unfortunately, which is how we end up with dental issues. These pathogens are present in health, but at lower levels compared to diseased teeth. So you can think about it as that we may have some that are just always hanging out, but they're, 
you know, at a low enough level that we've got those other ones that are protecting our mouths and occupying the space and taking up most of the space. And then there's a few at low levels, a few pathogens at low levels. But how do the pathogens usually remain in check? And that happens through our commensal bacteria, our immune system, and eating a healthy diet. So all of those things protect us and help keep pathogens at bay. I'm not going to talk about how our immune system protects us from dental pathogens, but I am going to talk about how what we eat affects our dental health. So the foods that we eat can affect the bacteria that live in our mouths when we eat lots of sugar which I mean who doesn't love a little bit of chocolate the mouth environment changes and the commensals can lose the battle against the pathogens what happens is the bacteria in our mouths can ferment the sugars that we eat so that's just a way of them breaking the sugars down and then they produce acids. This process of fermenting the sugars is the same process that happens in food fermentation that produces acids. So the acid that the bacteria produce, though, in our mouths next to our teeth can wear away the protective enamel. And a highly acidic mouth environment actually favors pathogens that can tolerate acid. Oof. As plaque, which is a biofilm, builds up, our saliva, which normally would neutralize the acids, can't actually flow as well. As a result, the biofilm environment becomes highly acidic, and tooth decay can begin. Oof. Something I'll note here is that my friend Sarah has a blog called Bacterial World and she actually wrote a blog post on dental caries and has some great visuals. So if you want to check that out, you can see the links in the show notes. But let's move on. So originally it was thought that dental caries was exclusively caused by Streptococcus mutans. That's a type of bacteria. But now we have technology that allows us to sequence, which is to look at the microbes that are in our mouths by genetic material. And so... We were able to look at the oral microbiome and see all of the different types of microbes that are present there in the microbiota. And so specifically looking at microbes associated with the dental caries, and it actually appears to be a little more complicated that there are more bacteria involved. Ultimately, dental caries is associated with a shift from commensal-dominated, so those ones that are there kind of protecting us and living there, occupying the niche, to a pathogen-dominated community. The shift is called dysbiosis. All right, so 
How does brushing your teeth help prevent cavities? So we've got these bacteria and we've got the ones that are making acid and then breaking down the enamel our teeth. We want to make sure that's not happening. So what's, what's going on when we brush our teeth? When we brush our teeth, we physically remove plaque and plaque is a biofilm on your teeth. And we need to remove that plaque regularly to prevent the biofilm from building up. If the biofilm gets really thick, the less access saliva has to be able to neutralize the acids produced by the bacteria. So we need to reduce the thickness of the biofilm that has built up. If we don't, the environment in the biofilm becomes more and more acidic. So that is right on your teeth. And if you have lots of acid, (laughs) then you're just pouring acid on your teeth, you know, by not brushing that biofilm off. And the acid tolerant and acid producing pathogens will thrive because they do well in that very acidic environment. The abundance of acid will then wear away enamel and outpaces the buffering abilities of saliva. So saliva is able to neutralize the acids, as I said before, which means that they act as a buffer and so they are making, keeping the environment less acidic. What about commensals though? Do we need to remove them too? Because it seems like, okay, we've got commensals there. Why are we brushing them away? So although you're removing both pathogens and commensals, commensals, you want to keep that biofilm in check. The biofilm is really the issue here. Um, Whether it is, you know, pathogens and commensals, we still want to keep that biofilm down to prevent the plaque from becoming a highly acidic environment because the highly acidic environment is breaking down the enamel and then destroying all the protection that we have to our teeth. So brushing our teeth with toothpaste that contains fluoride provides a benefit to our teeth. So a second thing, along with brushing our teeth, the brushing action itself, we use toothpaste with fluoride and that actually can help benefit our teeth. So fluoride helps restore the enamel, which then strengthens your teeth. And according to the American Dental Association, fluoride in our toothpaste is toothpaste is not only safe but also effectively prevents tooth decay and in the show notes i'll link to two interviews with different dentists where they recommend using fluoride containing toothpaste what do dental cleanings do to help prevent tooth decay so we brush our teeth on a regular basis great but why do we need to go to the dentist if we're brushing our teeth we're keeping the biofilm in check All right, well, when we go to the dentist, they scrape away the buildup of hardened plaque, which is called calculus or tartar. And we can't simply remove that calculus or the buildup of the plaque by brushing our teeth with a toothbrush. So our dental cleanings actually will remove that for us. If we don't remove the tartar, it provides more areas for the plaque to build up. And these areas are called fissures and are like cracks in rocks. So imagine all of the different grooves in a rock 
those are, you can kind of like picture our tooth is like a tiny rock with these tiny little crevices, these fissures. And bacteria can then go in those little spots and then form more plaque and then make more of their acid and then wear away the enamel. And so we want to stop that from happening. Going to the dentist helps remove the plaque buildup. So bacteria play both positive and negative roles in our dental health, but ultimately we need to keep our teeth clean and prevent cavities. So um, I'm going to give just a few practical tips that will help you maintain your dental health. Okay, so, you know, it's who wants to avoid sugar, but the truth is it's good to avoid lots of sugar because... I don't know about you, but whenever I eat a lot of candy all at once, I my mouth just feels yucky. But I'm not going to say don't eat chocolate because I love chocolate. Um, avoid acidic foods. Now, the thing is, I like acidic foods. Um, you just make sure you drink some water when you're doing that. Um, because like I love fermented foods and fermented beverages and things like kombucha that's acidic. And things like sauerkraut, that's acidic. But you just want to make sure you're drinking water, washing the acid down. And of course, as we talked about brushing our teeth, so I then of course recommend brushing your teeth with toothpaste with fluoride and getting your teeth cleaned regularly at the dentist so that we can remove that built up plaque. Alrighty, so there we go. We talked about bacteria that cause tooth decay and also the awesome microbial ecosystem that we have in our mouths. So we love our microbes, but also we want to make sure that we kind of keep them in check. And we do that by brushing our teeth and going to the dentist. If you want to see the blog post that goes with this particular podcast episode just go over to joyfulmicrobe.com slash tooth dash decay and you can read the post if you want to i have lots of links to different citations that go with this podcast episode and um, are in the blog post and as always i am so glad that you are listening to this podcast it really means a lot to me to know that people are listening in so people that love microbes and want to learn more about the microbial world and so thanks so much again for listening to this episode and if you love this podcast and you want to help others find out about the podcast then leaving a rating and review for the show really helps kind of boost the podcast up in the charts so that more people will see it, more people will run across it when they go looking for a podcast about microbes or even a science podcast. What if this podcast got to be a little bit higher in the science charts and then people that were just interested in science found out about it? That would be thrilling. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening in. And also to learn more about the Joyful Microbe, you can head on over to joyfulmicrobe.com, find the show notes, links, and resources mentioned. And if you want to connect on social media, you can find me on Twitter at Joyful Microbe and Instagram at Justine LDs. Thanks again, microbe friends. Talk to you next.